There he goes. One of God's own prototypes. A high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die. Welcome to episode 73 of the Digital Freemason Podcast for the week of December 31st, 2007. I'm your host, Scott, and I'll be taking along my excellent adventures through the world of short and sonic educational papers. And just like always, this and all other papers are available at the website www.thedigitalfreemason.com. So I hope um, here over the last couple of weeks you had a chance to get together with some friends and family and uh, just reconnect and celebrate the uh, the Christmas season. I know that uh, I've I've enjoyed the last week off with my family and uh, I look forward to the next week off now that uh, all the Christmas celebrations and birthdays are out of the way. Just time just just to relax. So. Next time, I guess you'll be hearing my lilting voice will be in 2008, obviously. But between now and then, we still have to get through uh, this episode, which comes from uh, Brother Burl McAlphin, who is a Prince Hall Mason. But still, this uh, what he has to say applies to all of Freemasonry. And he talks about um, the different stages of going from a candidate to a Master Mason and sort of with some of the responsibilities of the people as well as the candidate is as you um, as you go through each level. So let's jump right into this one. And Brother Burl Kelpins from the candidate to the Master Mason. How can we effectively make a Master Mason? How can we better select the ideal candidate to become a valuable asset to the Prince Hall Masonic Fraternity? These questions are what ponder the minds of the membership within the Lodge. The intake and acceptance of a candidate as a prospective brother of the Lodge should not be taken lightly, and in fact should be a complex and critical process. Members of the Lodge have to constantly remind themselves that once a man becomes a Master Mason, he cannot he can be a positive or negative impact on the Lodge. How do we render this process? Several steps must be taken to bring the candidate into the, into the Lodge and for the process of the investigation to, process, to proceed through to his Masonic initiation. First is the investigation committee, and the services in which it is intended to do, perform, will likely be the very keystone to who will become a member. The, the committee for the investigations should hold workshops periodically for those who are currently serving on investigation committees and for those who wish to participate on these committees to educate themselves on the techniques of investigating a prospect for membership. During the, an investigation of the prospect, there are three areas that should determine the continuation of his investigation. One, does this prospect have time to commit to the lodge? Can the prospect afford the fees that are required for membership? What can the prospect bring to the lodge or contrib- contribute to the lodge's progress? If the process can, if the prospect can answer these questions to the investigation committee with satisfactory response, then the committee can continue the investigation. This committee should not only review the questions that are on the petition, but it should also have additional questions pertaining to the prospect's personal life. Example of these are as follows: Do you have a criminal record? If not, the prospect showing proof of no criminal record should obtain a form. How does the spouse feel about him joining the lodge? 
if she feels it or has some concerns or is not supportive in a matter of him joining, then the investigation should make that a factor against the prospect of joining the lodge. Does the prospect have any general education on what Freemasonry is? In, in matters of Prince Hall, has he done any research pertaining to the history of the organization? If he has, what does he know? And if he didn't, what, why has he not researched this matter? The investigation committee should be very straightforward on what is expected of him during the process. Some examples are the scheduling of classes of instruction. Rules of, of attendance should be strongly adhered to or could have a negative effect on the advancement of, to the next degree. The activities that he should be engaged in and be required to perform, such as fundraisers or community projects or workshops, other than his duties to his family and business, he should ma be made aware that his partic participation in the craft will be time-consuming. These points can help save the Lodge's time in bringing a prospect to become aware of what is required, and if they cannot conform to these conditions as well as being an investment to the Lodge, if their prospect cannot conform to the same. Once a prospect has been formally investigated prior to being voted upon in Lodge, the committee, along with the junior warden, should organize an informal gathering of prospects for the purpose of the general membership to meet those who will be potentials for their Lodge. This process will help in decision-making for the investigation committee when making its recommendations to the craft, whether the prospect is desirable or undesirable. After the voting of a prospect to the candidacy for the degrees of Freemasonry, the dean of the class should have a well-structured and organized program, which will be meaningful and challenging to the candidate. In each and every degree, prior to him becoming a Master Mason, the candidate should not only be responsible for making suitable proficiency in the degree work, but should also be making progress in the following areas of participation in designated activities, projects completed in a timely fashion, and display a positive attitude and proactive stance for support of the Lodge. In every degree, once the candidate has been made suitably proficient in the degree work and completed assigned projects, while waiting to be advanced to the next degree, the Dean of the class should perform a workshop which will cover some of the issues that cannot be covered within the main body of the process. Some of these include open discussion on the degrees which they have received, which the candidate may have questions about that particular degree, or have the candidate give reflections on his degree, which has he, he has received. During the two-month duration as an entered apprentice, the brother should learn his fundamental work of his ritual. In addition, he should learn the various places and stations of the lodge and how to enter into a lodge room as an entered apprentice. The dean of, of the class should brief the brother on upcoming projects that he and his classmates should be expected to complete by the determined deadlines while engaged in making suitable proficiency in his degree. He should be expected to know the traditions of the lodge in the, and the matter of protocol. For example, in prayer or addressing a brother, he should come to the sign of fidelity. In the two months as a fellow craft, he should be expected to take on more complex projects. Since this is a working degree, the brother should always be productive in his degree work and assigned projects. Each degree should become a more intense exercise than the last degree, 
All projects assigned by the dean or the worshipful master should be completed by the expected deadline. Once the candidate has been raised to the degree of a master mason, the process of orientation has only begun. The dean of the class should remain in place with a committee organized to orientate the new master mason in several areas including business, Masonic law, work and lectures of each degree. This is an ongoing process for every master mason because of the extensive information contained in the philosophy and the history of Prince Hall Freemasonry and Freemasonry in general. If the Lodge takes these steps to make a prospect a candidate and then a brother, the Lodge, its membership, and the new brother will find it very rewarding. The Lodge will surely find this is the correct path so that's brother, to a promising future the of peace longevity and prosperity from candidate to Master Mason. So, until next year, or next week, whichever one comes first, I've been your host, Scott, and I've enjoyed our time together. And if you would like uh, to send comments or uh, suggestions for upcoming topics, by all means, email me at podcast at thedigitalfreemason.com, as well as you can swing by the uh, Facebook group, The Digital Freemason, and... Uh, Sort of slowly got a roster of people growing there. I think we're last time I checked, we were up to about 50-some guys. So always interested in seeing that and trying to get that a little bit more active. So I've had a couple offers from uh, from brothers who are interested in helping out and sort of doing something with the website. Maybe get something, something discussionary going on. But now that'll be for 2008 and beyond. So wishing you all the best for a New Year's and a very happy and prosperous 2008. So until next time, be sure to keep the shiny side up.